Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. Okay, it's been confirmed. Jack Hughes is moving back to the center position, but that means either Mercer or uh, Heizer are going to have to be moved to the bottom six rotation. Who do I think it's going to be? Well, my answer might be a little controversial, so you're going to have to listen to this episode to find out. Also, is the Metropolitan Division really that good as it is cracked up to be? Because the Devils aren't as far back as you originally thought. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And we have some good news regarding Jack Hughes. It has been revealed that Lindy Ruff is going to move him back to the center position. So uh, Jack Hughes has made his triumphant return finally after being on the injured list for a good month or so due to a shoulder injury. But when he first returned, you know, we thought it was the best day ever. He signed his multi-year extension. The New Jersey Devils ended up losing to the San Jose Sharks. But the surprising thing was is that Jack Hughes was playing at the wing position as opposed to the center position. And a lot of fans, a lot of writers, a lot of people closely associated with the Devils organization, including myself, just said, I don't think Jack Hughes is uh, best suited at the wing position. I think he should be playing center. However, I want to backtrack a little bit. So a couple episodes ago, I talked about who would be the starting center for the Devils, who would be playing on the second line, and who would be playing on the third line. Because obviously you got Jack Hughes making his triumphant return. Then you got Dawson Mercer. I don't think anybody expected Dawson Mercer to be as good as he potentially was going to be. And, you know, obviously he's in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy. Last time I checked, he's in the third position. Then you got our captain, Nico Heath. So obviously you have some tough decisions to be made because you, you have to give the respect to Nico Heizer, keep him on the top six just because he's one of the leaders of the organization. You know, he, he wears a C on his chest. And then for Dawson Mercer, he's obviously a rookie, still trying to, you know, um, make his stamp here at the NHL level. He's obviously made a great impact for the Devils. And then you got Jack Hughes, who is arguably our best player. And then he and Dougie Hamilton are signed for long-term deals. So we got our two centerpieces for our rebuild. But, you know, it, it's just a lot of question marks for the Devils organization as to who would be the starting center, who would be playing on the second line, and who would be playing on the third line. We'll be talking about that later in this episode. But first, I want to talk about the Metropolitan Division for the New Jersey Devils because obviously we're in that division. And there's a lot of question marks in terms of our overall play the recent uh, games or so. You know, we've been able to get a few points here and there uh, like about a week or two ago, but we've kind of hit a rut a little bit, especially in our last matchup against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Tonight, when this episode goes uh, live, we will be taking on the Ottawa Senators. And, you know, that's a, a game you really want to have just because the Senators aren't really a good team. So if the Devils want two free points, now's the time to do it. However, when they played the Winnipeg Jets, the Jets coming into that game were 
third from last in their respective division. And it's just like we made them look like they were one of the best teams out in the Central. So I don't know what the case is going to be for the New Jersey Devils coming into this game. I'm going to be very moderate. But at the same time, I'm fairly confident that they're going to get the two points. I don't think they're going to have another game like they did against the Winnipeg Jets. But uh, right now we're on a three-game losing streak. But the one thing I want to talk about is that, you know, we've been talking for so long that the Metropolitan Division is stacked. Like, there's just a lot of good teams, and rightfully so. You know, you got the Capitals. They're stacked with veterans. You got the Rangers. They're sort of like a better version of us, a young, up-and-coming team. You got a team like the Penguins, obviously, similar to uh, the Capitals. They have a lot of veterans on their roster. Then you got the Hurricanes. Uh, you know what they can potentially do. Then you got the Flyers, who just seem to be disappointing uh, for the second year in a row. And then the Islanders have completely taken, like, three steps backwards because they're currently on an 11-game losing streak. Yes, you heard that correct. So they're kind of doing what we did last year. So that obviously has to be frustrating. But uh, one of my former colleagues from the hockey writer, she goes by uh, Christy. Uh, she actually tweeted out something very interesting a couple days ago. So she said, besides the New York Rangers, who are currently on a six-game uh, winning streak at the time of this recording, everybody in the division is struggling. So you had the Washington Capitals. They had lost two in a row at the time of her tweet. Then you got the Carolina Hurricanes. They had lost three in a row. The Pittsburgh Penguins had lost three in a row. The Columbus Blue Jackets had lost three in a row. The Devils, obviously, were currently on a three-game losing streak. Then you got the Philadelphia Flyers. They lost seven in a row. And then you got the Islanders, who have lost nine in a row. Now, to update that, just because she tweeted that out a couple days ago. The Capitals are currently uh, on a one-game win streak. They won their last game. Uh, the Rangers are on a six-game win streak, like I mentioned. The Hurricanes finally won a game. Penguins won a game. Jackets won a game. And then uh, the Flyers, they're still on their eight-game losing skid. And then the Islanders are, are on an 11-game losing streak. So basically, she was just trying to tell Devils fans to calm down. Yes, we're struggling in our last few games. But at the same time, we're kind of in a still striking distance kind of situation because when we're looking at the overall points, the Capitals, Rangers, and Hurricanes, they're pretty much running away with it. So the Capitals have 36 points. They're atop of the division. The Rangers have 35. They're on a six-game win streak, like I mentioned. So it's going to be neck and neck between both those two teams, barring anything catastrophic happening. Then you got the Hurricanes. They have 33 points. And so they have six points to the good uh, compared to the Penguins, who are trailing behind, then the Blue Jackets and the Devils. We have 22 points. So it seems like we're much further back than, you know, uh, what it's projected to be. Because, like I said, we've lost a lot of bad games. We've been giving up a lot of goals. I don't know uh, where, where we rank in terms of the NHL for most goals let up in, in like five or so recent games. But I think we're right up there. However, we're not as bad as people think we are. And quite honestly, I had to take a step back and realize that too. Because, look, when we're looking at the overall points, the Devils are 22 points to the good. And... They're trailing the Blue Jackets by four points, and then they're trailing the Penguins by five points. So we're not focused on getting the top three position because, look, the Capitals and Rangers, that's pretty much going to be theirs. And then if the Penguins uh, strike hot at the right possible time and the Hurricanes, you know, go on another three-game losing streak or so, then you can see the Penguins getting the top three position. But, you know, we're still within striking distance, but it's been tough the last few games. But keep in mind, we're still trying to incorporate Jack Hughes. We're still trying to, uh, you know, get him comfortable because he's missed some time. We, we, we're just trying to make everyone satisfied because like Lindy Ruff said in a recent interview, the reason why he moved Jack to a winger position at first was just because he was just trying to keep every good player on the top six. And I'm going to be talking a little later in this episode as to why you can't satisfy everybody because we're trying to win. And right now our recipe for success is not really 
going to go in the direction if we keep putting Jack Hughes at the winger position. But overall, when we're looking at the Metropolitan Division, yes, okay, look, I get it. You know, there's some good teams. You know, the Capitals, Penguins, uh, they're, they're a veteran-led team. Then you got an up-and-coming team like the New York Rangers, and then you got the Hurricanes as well. They had a pretty good run last year. And then, you know, the Blue Jackets, I think they're kind of surprising me. I didn't expect them for, for them to be this good. If I'm being completely honest, I thought they would be like in the similar situation as New York Islanders because remember last year they were struggling. Seth Jones wanted out and then I, I don't know what happened to the Islanders quite honestly. They, they have completely taken three steps backwards and they're on an 11 game losing streak and it, it, it's just sad to watch quite honestly. So because remember there's a lot of former New Jersey Devils on the Islanders roster so I sometimes make fun of them and call them the, uh, the New York uh, Devils but at the same time it's just like you know look I, I, I get it we're kind of struggling right now. Our last few games haven't been our best but you know let, 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 let's just chill out for a minute because it's just like you know when we're looking at the Blue Jackets they're only four points ahead of us so if we win against the Ottawa Senators we're only going to be two games uh, or two points excuse me behind them and then you know the Penguins 27 so we're not far behind as people think because if we could go on a three game win streak or a, a three game point streak then that's going to do wonders for us so maybe we should just tone it down a little bit I don't think it's the time to be concerned because in the last episode I said you know maybe I'm not worried but I'm a little concerned so hopefully this is just a little bit of a skid hopefully uh, everyone's just trying to just get back into the swing of things with Jack Hughes trying to be incorporated back into the lineup you know we have a lot of young guys in and out of Utica uh, we've had uh, some struggles at Netminder hopefully Jonathan Bernier has figured it out hopefully Mackenzie Blackwood is ready to get back to what he once was uh, and you know what I, I I'm not trying to bash on Mackenzie Blackwood but let's face it his last few outings haven't been like his best so you know I, I expect just more from Mackenzie Blackwood but that's my personal opinion so um, you know and then the defense you know especially with Severson it's been a huge quagmire for the Devils recently but I think we can get out of it. I'm not freaking out quite yet. It's not time to raise any like white flags or ring any alarms. And quite honestly, you know, I'm curious to see what the Devils will do at, at the trade deadline it, when that time comes, when it's time for them to make a move or two, because we do have the draft picks. We do have the assets. Utica is doing pretty well. So we have the pawns to make a move. But the question is, where is our team at when that time comes? I'm not really sure. We're wildly inconsistent, but I think we'll get the hang of it. But, you know, some things do need to change. And I'm glad that we were able to get a power play goal in our last game against the Winnipeg Jets. Because, like I said a couple episodes ago when I did a crossover with Seth of Locked on Wild, Bryce Salvador said it best. The Devils just lost their confidence on the power play. They look like a deer in headlights. Their eyes just get bigger. They just, you know, it's just one of those things where, have you ever been in this situation where you struggle so many times like it maybe you're on a level on a video game you can't beat it or you know you're just trying to do something that requires precision you're trying to ride a bike and you know you just keep falling down you keep failing and it's just like you know what's the point of doing this like and and, and you just have some fear psychological warpath going on and it's just like I can't do this like I, what's the point I'm just gonna fail at it but then finally when you get it that can be a huge momentum swinger. That's what I'm hoping for the Devils because we finally got a power play goal after so many attempts because I don't know how uh, long it took uh, us to get our last power play goal, but at the same time, you know, I'm just glad we got out of the way. I'm glad we did it now, but at the same time, still some work to do, but that is a step in the right direction in my opinion. So, 
We're going to be talking more about Jack Hughes and how I think the line combinations should be for the New Jersey Devils. But first, I want to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from Stat Hero. So, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are long-term losing propositions because you never know who or what you're going to go up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for. And Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so it's been confirmed that Lindy Ruff is going to move Jack Hughes back to the center position, and this is the best move that needs to be made for the Devils because we're on a three-game losing skid, like I've mentioned many times, so we've got to shake things up, and we got to play Jack Hughes at his natural position because, let's face it, Jack Hughes is not a winger. He's too small. That's not how you utilize his strengths, and Jack Hughes is one of our best players on the team, so the overall team should be adapting around Jack Hughes. He shouldn't be adapting to them. I've mentioned that before. So when you have a best player on your team, you try to utilize their strengths for the sake of the team. You don't try to utilize the other players' strengths so that way Jack Hughes is forced to step up his game because his game is already above everybody else's, if I'm making any sense. But overall, you you get what I'm saying. Jack Hughes is our best player, so he needs to be playing his natural position because he's too small to be playing the winger position. He's 5'11", and he weighs 175 pounds. His natural position is center, so he needs to be facilitating the offense he needs to be quarterbacking it he needs to be making plays he needs to be dishing out the assists he needs to be the one taking all the shots and scoring that's the recipe uh for success for the devils if they want to break this three-game losing skid so moving jack hughes back to the center position is the smart move for lindy ruff and if he wants to save his job because like i said i personally don't think lindy ruff should be fired but he needs to be start making the right and correct moves for the Devils. so jack hughes moving to the center position great move by lindy ruff and i'm excited to see what he could potentially do so when we're looking at the overall line combinations let, let's see how it stacks up so we got nico heizer at the top line starting at center then you got jack hughes on the left wing and then you got pavel zaka on the right wing Okay, so obviously, you know, I I would move Jack Hughes to center. And then um, for the second line, you got Dawson Mercer, you got Andreas Janssen, and then you got Jesper Bratt. So Bratt plays the right wing, and Janssen plays the left wing. So uh, Bratt was actually uh, taken off the injured uh, list a couple days ago, and I thought that would play a factor into Jack Hughes moving back to the center position. Took Lindy Ruff a game to realize that Jack Hughes should be playing center, but better late than never. Then you got Sharon Govich playing at the center position for the bottom six alongside with Tatar on the right wing and then Yanni Kokkonen on the left wing. Remember, Yanni Kokkonen actually had to sit for a game a couple days ago just because uh, he wasn't uh, stepping up and hopefully Jack Hughes returning. Maybe Kokkonen can just uh, get that much-needed confidence booster, but I don't expect Sharon Govich and Kokkonen to regain their positions on the top line because so far this season they've proven that they haven't earned it. Then 
for the bottom line, you got uh, Mikey McLeod, Jimmy VC, and Nathan Bastian. So uh, obviously you want to keep Mikey McLeod and Nathan Bastian together because uh, McLeod does better when Bastian is on the rink. And I think Bastian has done a good job of asserting himself uh, returning to the lineup. So uh, overall, I, I'm okay with the bottom six for right now. Maybe I'll adjust something um, uh, a little later, especially since I know that either Mercer or Heizer are going to have to be moved down to the bottom six position. But uh, so far, let's focus on the top line for right now. So for top line, here's how I would do it. Okay, you move Jack Hughes to center, and then you bring up Jesper Brat to the top line, and then you have Brat playing a wing position, then you got Zaka playing a wing position. And overall, I think that would be a good uh, lineup for Lindy Ruff to roll out with because with Jack Hughes, obviously you got him at his natural position. But when we're talking about Jesper Brat, just look at the season he's having so far. Every time Brat touches the puck, I think good things are going to happen. So in 22 games played, Brat has six goals, 13 assists for a grand total of 19 points, and he has a plus minus of plus eight. And then when we're looking at Pavel Zaka, Zaka has been clutched this season. I, I've said it many times on this show before, but it is so true. And overall, I'm just loving his uh, impact. So I, I would keep Zaka on the top line as well. So 22 games played. He has eight goals, five assists for a grand total of 13 points, plus minus negative four. Uh, the stats are a little misleading, but at the same time, I think we all know that Pavel Zaka is improving completely. And, you know, uh, every year he seems to get a little bit better. Will he be on the level of Connor McDavid, Jack Eichel, all of them? Uh, Mitchell Marner, absolutely not. But at the same time, he's improving at the speed that we kind of need him to improve at. So for my top line, I'm putting Brock at a wing position. I'm putting Zaka at a wing position. And I'm uh, moving Jack Hughes to the center. If I'm Lindy Ruff, that's the top line I'm, I'm rolling with. And then for the second line, you know, this is going to be a tough one because, you know, it's basically a coin flip. Do you put Dawson Mercer on the second line and keep him in the top six? Or do you move Nico Heizer to the second line and hopefully Nico Heizer steps it up a little bit? Or do you move Nico Heizer, dare I say, to the bottom six? Because let's face it. He's, your, he's had his moments this year, but I think we expect just a little bit better from him. Like, the assists are pretty good, but I'm expecting more goals from Nico Heizer, quite honestly. Because sometimes I forget that he's out there, and some of his assists are just ill-advised. Like, you know, he didn't intend to pass it. He just shot it, and someone was there on the rebound to knock it on in, based on my eagle eye, based on what I'm watching the Devils game. So, in 22 games played, Heizer has three goals, 11 assists for a grand total of 14 points. And then, you know, when we're looking at... Uh, Dawson Mercer and his overall impact you know look he's in he's tops in the Calder voting for a reason he's not going to win it most likely but still look at his overall impact you know he has six goals eight assists for a grand total of 14 points a plus minus a plus six in 22 games played so this is a really tough decision and it's probably going to be a controversial take so take this however you want to take it but uh it's got to be made Dawson Mercer has to stay on the second line and I, I'm sorry, so uh, Brat's going to be moved to a wing position on the top line. Hughes is going to be moved to the center position. Heizer, I don't want to put him at a wing position. I'm sorry. So uh, for my second line, I'm going to have Andreas Janssen. I'm going to have Dawson Mercer. And to replace Jesper Brat, I'm going to move up. Oh, boy, who am I going to move up? I'm going to move up Thomas Tatar. Because I've been saying this since the day we got Tatar. I said he is a top six player. He's gotten off to a slow start to the season. I will give you that. However, his last few games, he's actually been playing, you know, fairly well. So in his last five games, he has uh, three goals and an assist. And uh, overall this season, uh, he has appeared in 22 games. He has five goals, seven assists for a grand total of 12 points. 
plus minus negative two, but he's really stepped up the last few games for the Devils, and he's been scoring a boatload of goals, or maybe not a boatload of goals, but a decent amount of goals the last few games to get some notoriety and just for people to acknowledge his improvement. So overall, I think Tatar deserves to be in the top six. I've been saying this since the beginning of the year. Look, I know he got off to a slow start. I know a lot of people just forgot that he was out there at certain points, but I want Tuna in the top six. So my top line, once again, Jack Hughes with uh, Brat and Zaka at wing positions, then Dawson Mercer, Andreas Janssen, and Thomas Tatar on the second line. And then for my third line, look, I know it's controversial. I know he's the leader of our team. I know he's going to be representing uh, Switzerland in uh, the Olympics uh, come uh, next year. But I I'm sorry, Nico Heizer, I'm moving you down to the bottom six, bud. I'm sorry. I Look, controversial take, I know. But whether you agree with me or disagree with me, look, you, you got to face the music. Jack Hughes is our best player. Dawson Mercer has been excellent this season. He's given us life. Every time the Devils are down, I, I just see the overall drive from Dawson Mercer, whether he's running and gunning, trying to get a shot on, because there's so many uh, other opportunities that uh, Mercer could have gotten a goal. However, it just didn't go his way. It, it's sort of the same situation that Jack Hughes was in last year, in which Jack Hughes was tops in the NHL for most uh, shots just ringing out of the post. So same situation for Dawson Mercer. So I'm sorry, but Nico Heizer, bottom six for right now. So my third line will be uh, Heizer with uh, Sharon Govich and Kwokinen, uh by his side. So uh, and I would keep the 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 fourth line as it is. So there we go. So to repeat, here's my top line: Hughes, Broughton, Zaka at wing positions. Then you got Mercer, Janssen, and Tatar. And then for my third line, you got Heizer with Kwokinen and Sharon Govich at wing positions. Now, here's how I feel like this can kind of help both parties in terms of Sharon Govich and Kwokinen and also Heizer. So, look, I'm sure Heizer's going to have a fire lit under him because there have been so many times this season in which we've been telling Heizer to step it up. I've been seeing the tweets. I've been seeing the responses. I've been seeing a lot of you say, like, I want Nico Heizer to do better. I want him to assert himself. But... Overall, you know, I just haven't seen that so far this season. Like I said, he's had his moments, and I will give credit when credit is due. But at the same time, you cannot tell me with a straight face, and you, you cannot look at me dead center in my eyes and just say, Heizer has been a good player so far this season. Look, I know he's been injured for most of the year last year. I know he's possibly just a lot behind it, but... At the end of the day, this is a business, and I made my business decision, which is I'm moving our captain to the bottom six. That, that Look, that's not confirmed. That's not denied. Amanda Stein has not tweeted out the practice lines as to what's going to be happening, but most likely it might be Dawson Mercer. But if I'm Lindy Ruff, I'm moving Nico Heizer to the bottom six, and quite honestly, that could give them some energy. So I'm going to talk more about that in a second. But first, guys, I want to talk to you about my beard. Well, maybe not my beard specifically, but let me talk about Primal Origin Oil. So if you or someone you know has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are free trade certified and handcrafted in the U.S. of A. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. So, uh, here's the thing. I have a beard. It's happy. It's healthy, and it's free from itches because I use Primal Origin Oil. So, 
uh, that that's my story and I think you guys should really consider it so we know that every company claims to have the best but primal origin oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beer to the other products you've used we promise you will see and feel the difference remember the code locked on gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com again use the promo code locked on at checkout for 20% off and now the uh, third and final live read comes from betonline.ag. Please remember to gamble responsibly. So BetOnline has you covered all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march to the playoffs, I swear my fantasy team could go die in a hole and kick rocks for all I care. So BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. And once again, please remember to gamble responsibly. Okay, so I gave you guys my overall opinion as to who should be on the top line in terms of being the starting center, uh, the second center, and then on the third line, I, I gave my opinions and I, I'm sticking with them and I think you guys can, you know, at least respect my opinions. So here's the thing. I gave legitimate answers. I said, you know, Jack Hughes is our best player. Dawson Mercer has been playing excellent this season. Tops in the Calder Memorial Trophy race already. And, you know, Nico Heizer, he's had his moments, yes, but at the same time, I think we expect more from him. So maybe putting him on the bottom six could give some life to Sharon Govich and Kwokinen, who also have been struggling this year because Sharon Govich and Kwokinen were able to find life with Jack Hughes. Maybe Nico Heizer can do the same thing because I don't want to put Nico Heizer out of position. I, I, I don't want to put any of our players out of position, but you know when we're looking at our best players, they need to play their primary positions and whether they're on the top line, second line, or third line, you know, I, I really don't care because you know, I, I'm just like, I, I need the best what's uh, best for the team, okay? So if you're not really stepping up your game, then I'm sorry, then I don't care if you're captain or not, you, you need to like step it up a little bit. So when, I, when I'm looking at my overall player to watch, I'm going to be looking for two players. I'm going to be looking for Jack Hughes because I think it's time for him to make a statement once again. Remember when he made a statement in the first game of the year against the Chicago Blackhawks? He threw his stick into the fans as he got the game-winning goal in OT. I think it's time for Jack Hughes to do something similar against the Ottawa Senators because, look, the Senators are not a good team. Jack Hughes is going to be playing his primary position once again. So I think it's time for him to make a statement because he's going to be once again playing comfortably with his teammates. He's going to be surrounded by Zaka and Brat, who have had pretty good seasons this year. And then uh, my other player to watch, uh, you know, I know I bashed on him a little bit in this episode, but it's Nico Heizer because I think it's time for Nico Heizer to also make some sort of impact and make a statement. So overall, I'm looking at our centers for this game because I want them to make that impact and just be the leaders for this organization. And you know what? I know the Ottawa centers aren't really that good, but at the same time, you know, I'm just like, okay, if you really want to make a statement victory, now's the time to do it against a lowly Senators team because, you know, you're not going to get another opportunity like that. And, you know, quite honestly, I think it's time for the Devils to redeem themselves after that god-awful Winnipeg Jets game. But, however, you know, if they don't capitalize against the Senators, you always got the Flyers 
who once again are on a long game losing streak. And then you got the Predators on Friday. So if I'm the Devils, it's just time to step up and it's just time to put your foot on the door. If I'm Lindy Ruff, I'm getting my staff together. I'm just saying like, look, jobs are on the line. We really got to step up now. We really got to make this statement victory. So I'm expecting for the Devils to come out guns blazing against the Senators because it is a young team that seems to be going backwards. And here's their opportunity. So if I'm the Devils, if I'm Lindy Ruff, if I'm Jack Hughes, if I'm Nico Heischer, I'm getting together in a meeting room and I'm just saying it is our freaking time. Let's do this. You fill in the blank. So let me know what you guys think on Twitter. That's all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. Hopefully the Devils come out victorious against the Senators and uh, hopefully I'm proven right. But uh, I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.